1: For details on the Here to Help campaign, supported by Shoe Commercial Real Estate. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298-CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio.
1: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. New research finds it could take at least two to three weeks to recover from COVID-19.
2: A new study finds that about 20% of the virus patients who had mild cases say their symptoms continued for weeks. That's even among young adults who mostly recovered without hospital treatment.
1: That's correspondent Jackie Quinn reporting Texas, bracing for a visit from Hurricane Hannah.
3: Hannah's become a Category 1 hurricane, a little less than 100 miles off uh, the south coast of Texas. It's moving westward uh, roughly around seven, maybe eight miles an hour at times. And it could strengthen a little bit more, uh, but we don't anticipate that it will reach Category 2
1: strength. That's Stacey Stewart at the National Hurricane Center. President Trump on Friday signed four executive orders, all in but checking the rising price of prescription drugs. This is
4: SRN News.
0: Dennis Prager doesn't recognize his country. The
4: curator, man of the left, simply said, well, of course we'll still have the art. Of white men too that's called white supremacy I told you the whole thing's a lie that's not white supremacy this is so far from the America that I grew up in
0: the Dennis Prager show weekdays at 11 on a.m. 1280 the Patriot intelligent radio a.m. 1280 the Patriot
4: this is Dennis Prager for Bathnasium a.m. 1280 the Patriot This is Dennis Prager for Mathnasium, the math learning center. As you know, happiness is a moral obligation, but if you're a parent, that might seem impossible if you're trying to teach your kids math. Some would say choose one. You can't do both. If this is you, then Mathnasium has the solution. At Mathnasium, students learn to understand and master math. They learn number sense, math fluency, and problem-solving skills that equip them for success, not just in school, but for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium students become confident and even enjoy learning math with Mathnasium's customized and live one-on-one approach. Students can actually reach their potential, possibly even more than you might imagine. And now, with the added challenges due to COVID and school closings, more than ever, your child needs extra math support this summer to keep moving ahead. So do your kids and yourself a favor and enroll today at one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriot's advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com. Mathnasium, changing lives and adding happiness through math. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. Good hit! Way to go, girls! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across Minnesota every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS,
5: the National Federation of State High School Associations.
1: Get a $3,900 Konica Minolta copier for your business for just $1,950 through this special offer from Tops and this station. There's only one half-price copier. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now. Limitless access
0: to intelligent talk. Stream AM-1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here's the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan.
6: Good morning. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan. I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations, so whether you want to purchase r- real estate equipment, make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at three one two two zero nine two six two three. Mutual Voma Bank member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. And, folks, I'm here uh, once again uh, in the studios of uh, AM 1280 The Patriot. Across from me on uh, the other side of that uh, glass wall, Mr. <laughs> Lee Michaels. It doesn't, uh, uh, it's not getting any better, Lee. No. It's good to be with you, Gene. Yeah. It's good to see you in yeah, person. It's good to see you, too. <laughs> A real human being. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's getting to uh, where it's going to be more difficult to, to see anybody, isn't I it? I know. Uh, don't get me started. Oh, I've got to, uh, there's something that uh, I, I've got to mention before we get into the show. Uh, we've got, of course, uh, Governor Walls, who came out with his latest executive orders. My thoughts, I'm going to probably spend some time uh, talking about this on the show here sometime soon, but uh, it says uh, Executive Order 2081. Do you know how, why it's number 2081?
7: Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> That's a big number.
6: <laughs> yes, no, number 20, folks, for uh, the year 2020, yeah. and 81 because since March 1st, this is now the eighty-first executive order, mm-hmm. where the governors wanted to go beyond that of uh, using anybody in the legislature. Uh, my thoughts, Lee. First of all, this executive order—it's fifteen pages. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I, uh, and it's basically wear a mask. But but I guess there are so many. Uh, Exemptions, yes. Um, one of the exemptions that I found very curious is um, uh, every business now needs to wear a mask. And so, I, folks, when I came into the studio today, uh, first thing that happened is um, I realized that I had to get a mask on. <laughs> mask up. I signed, I signed, mask, masked up, signed in, and uh, came down to the studio. Well. Um, And a lot of businesses are going to have to do that, too. However, on page four, there is an exemption. It says this executive order does not apply to the legislative proceedings and meetings. So when the Minnesota legislature works, they don't have to wear a mask. All right. But everybody very important that we have to wear a mask uh i um, or maybe these guys have all got uh, the uh they're all okay. they they're all okay they've got the immunity uh <laughs> they they've got the secret serum that we need um but uh, it's uh it's very uh interesting okay and this is going to be important we'll have to deal with this uh in uh, uh future future time because as uh hoas uh try to continue to operate um as a homeowners association and meet with homeowners. Um, And uh, what does this all mean for you? How can you get together? Well, it's going to take uh, common sense and compassion. And that's something we'll uh, try and take a look at. But we've got a lot of other uh, great stuff to uh, cover in uh, this week's show. So let's begin, as we always do, with property management in the news. Property Management in the News is brought to you by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove. Providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote today from Will at Country Financial. That number 763-416-5131 and tell him Gene sent you. Well, our first story is something that I'm sure if you've been uh, watching uh, the local news this last uh, week, it's uh, been covered by, I think, just about every th- single station. Uh, WCCO Channel 4 uh, talked about it on July 10th. It says, uh, homeless, as homeless encampments continue to grow in city parks, neighbors look for answers. And uh, the first story we're going to look at here is one from Fox 9 on July 17th. A Powderhorn landlord is suing the Minneapolis Park Board over the homeless encampment crime that's taking place. Uh, I think we've got uh, an audio. Lee, go ahead and play that. And thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Randy Meyer. The deadline
8: for the many encampment residents to leave Powderhorn Park is tomorrow. This comes after the Minneapolis Park Board set a limit on the the amount of tents allowed in the area. Fox 9's Courtney Godfrey tells us the Park Board's plan of action and how residents are responding.
3: This has always been a very quiet neighborhood. It's always been a very quiet building.
2: John Sawyer owns a 17-unit apartment building on the edge of Powderhorn Park.
3: Yesterday, one of the residents reported that somebody was breaking into the mail room here and stealing packages.
2: He blames an increase in crime on the tent encampment that popped up in the park a month or so ago. Friday, he filed a lawsuit against the Minneapolis Park Board because he says they aren't doing anything about the encampment.
4: If people are living in our parks, there's there's other things that went wrong. So it's not about whether uh, park officials are allowing folks to uh, live in our parks. We need other agencies, other bodies of government. To step up
2: Park Board Commissioner Londell French was at the park several times Sunday, where it was obvious many people had already left. The Park Board has given notice to everyone living on the east side of the encampment that they need to vacate by Monday.
4: My goal is before the night's over with, is to have everybody uh, in a different place.
2: French says for those who can't go to a shelter, they're offering transportation to other parks. But Sawyer worries there will be some who refuse to leave.
3: Some people have already been leaving the camps and going to other camps, and I, I'm afraid that what we have left is the bad element.
2: Commissioner French didn't even want to address the question as to what happens if these individuals aren't gone by Monday. He says he's just hopeful that they all go peacefully. In Minneapolis, Courtney Godfrey, Fox 9.
6: Well, folks, uh, the my guest on the show today is that very uh, l- uh, landlord who was speaking in uh, Fox Nine uh, report. There, I have with me on the phone uh, this morning, John Sawyer. John, welcome to where you live.
3: Hi, thanks for having me.
6: Now you're um, it's a, you're the owner. Is it pronounced? Is it Ripka Properties? Correct. Okay. And um, you have a uh, a 17-unit apartment building uh, that uh, abuts right up to Powderhorn Park, don't you? That is correct. Okay. Well, uh, John, maybe begin by sharing with uh, my listeners. When did you first begin to notice this encampment in Powderhorn Park, and how has it grown and for how long?
3: Um, I'm guess I'm going to say somewhere around mid June, we started noticing uh, some tents and some you know some activity further inside the park, not right up against the border where we are, but probably at least a hundred yards into the park and As the weeks went on, the tents tended to grow outwards from the center of the park until they were right up against the border where we have an alley between where we are, and where the park is. And right now there are several tents right up against there.
6: Okay. So uh, share for our listeners, uh, uh, what kinds of crime have you or your residents at your building experienced since this encampment has moved in?
3: Um, there's been a few car break-ins in our parking lot, which we never had before. And although we don't know for sure if it was someone from the encampment or people from the encampment doing it, um, it seems, it seems highly suspect given that we, we didn't have that issue before. Uh, the main thing that we've been seeing a lot of is a lot of cars coming and parking in our parking lot and individuals getting out of those cars going into the encampment for a short period of time then coming back out and we've been finding a lot of used uh, syringes needles Mm. things like that Um, when i have had to confront some of the people parking in the parking lot uh, they seem to be very very intoxicated and in very poor health i did uh, tell one person who was parking in the lot to move when he rolled down his window, he had a box of syringes in his lap and and he was uh, doing something else with, okay. I don't know, something. So
6: I, I've also heard uh, that uh, there has also been reported, I think, by the police that there's been three sexual assaults and even one shooting uh, that's, that's taken place uh, in mm-hmm. the park is all. But uh, mm-hmm. fortunately, you or your residents haven't uh, seen that uh, take place.
3: No, but they have heard about it, among a lot of other things that have been going on, and and several of them told me that they no longer feel safe here and that they intend to move.
6: Yeah. Well, folks, this is the story that we want to get the inside scoop on, and we've got the man who can give us some perspective, uh, landlord of that property right next to Powderhorn Park, John Sawyer. We're going to take a break right now, but when we come back, we're going to ask John... Uh, Uh, How are are his residents taking it? Uh, What are their concerns? That and so much more here on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after these messages. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot.
10: During July, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is offering $700 off new energy-efficient air conditioners with payments as low as $50 a month or 0% financing. No doubt that's a great offer. But is it a hot deal or cool savings? It's easy to get fired up about saving $700 on a new air conditioner, but payments as low as $50 a month or 0% financing will save you some cold, hard cash. We'll let you decide while you're escaping the latest summer heat wave in cool comfort. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's Nate certified and experienced technicians can make it happen, all while maintaining their no-contact protocols. So while the temps keep going up, the prices on air conditioners are coming down. Don't wait to save $700 on your new AC with Payment as low as $50 a month or 0% financing. Find out more about these great deals today at standardheating.com Patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930.
11: Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors.
1: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Welcome back to Property, uh, property Management in the News. <laughs> uh, let me uh, read something a little bit different, lower, on my piece of paper here. Uh, folks, welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting, I believe, from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. This show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count. Uh, thank you. I can get it right every once in a while. You can count on extreme exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's Time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute.
8: Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. it's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit CAI-MN.com to learn more. That's CAI-MN.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly managers luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do Do so
6: online at cai-mn.com and select membership. As I mentioned, my guest today is uh, John Sawyer, who is the landlord, owner of uh, Ripka Properties, uh, owning a 17-unit apartment building right by Powderhorn Park, the encampment of uh, homeless people and the crime that has uh, taken place and grown over this last month. Is what uh, John is talking to us about it's getting to such a point that uh, he is looking at suing the Minneapolis Park Board over uh, the crime and not handling this at all uh, John, when we went to break, we were uh, beginning to you were beginning to tell me a little bit about uh, your renters. Tell us a little bit now um, what is the makeup of the renters and the people that you have? in your building.
3: Uh well, it's a mix of people. We have some young people, some students. We have some immigrant families with young children. Uh we have a couple of maybe retirees. So it's a broad sort of cross section.
6: Sure. So they must be concerned seeing all of this take place. What are they telling you?
3: Well, I've had a few tell me that they're planning to move because they don't feel safe here anymore.
6: Wow. Uh, so uh so uh, I uh, I know when we began to speak yesterday in uh, preparation for the, the show today, you were, uh, have been uh, very candid. Uh, talk a little bit for our listeners uh, so they understand what it's like being a, a landlord, being on the other side. Uh, what does this mean financially? What's the impact been for you?
3: Well... Um The financial considerations are kind of secondary to me right now. My primary concern is uh, the safety and the security of the people who live here. Um, I've owned the building for four years. I know all of these residents. They're good, hardworking people. Uh, The income we can always replace, but their feelings of safety and security, that's a lot harder to come by.
6: Uh, John, you are really to be commended uh, for that. But uh, this is, uh, you had mentioned you have a loss of, what, three renters now? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, folks, uh, you do the math. That's about uh, 18% vacancy. How would you like to have 18% of your income just uh, taken away? But it's not only that. There's another financial impact because you are trying to take care of those concerns for your renters, John. Uh, you mentioned a few things. Talk about uh, the installation of uh, surveillance cameras. Yeah, so
3: funny you should mention that. Um, as, I'm, as we speak right now, um, we're starting to do that. Uh, we're going to get those installed to surveil the parking lot um, and the mailroom. And then we also are planning to hire private security to patrol here because we feel there's a need for that now.
6: Wow. So uh, you said uh, you have uh, vacant units. I'm interested in knowing uh, what is the response that you've had from prospective renters when they see this taking place and are looking at your place and saying, hey, maybe this is where I should live.
3: Well, you know, I haven't even gotten to that point yet. Um, Right now, it's just too much to handle. Uh, getting a handle on the security situation and then having to find uh, new residents. What I'm focusing on is the security thing first, and once we get that sort of sorted out, then I'll I'll go back and and I'll see what I can do about filling vacancies. Yeah. But that's not the primary concern right now. Well, I know. I it, imagine that a lot of people would not be enthusiastic.
6: Oh yes, and I, I mean, I your your priorities and your heart are really in the right spot. I I I must say, uh, you're. A little bit fortunate, too, to have a little bit of wiggle room uh, with your business to be able to do these measures. And here you are putting a lot of extra money in with uh, vacancies and not being concerned with getting someone in right away, making sure that things are safe. But talk for a minute, John, there's probably a lot of other smaller landlords in the city and this is not just Powderhorn Park. I think there are over 35 encampments in various city parks where people mm-hmm. are probably experiencing the same thing. What uh, what is it like? Do you think for the smaller landlord who may only have one unit or a duplex?
3: Yeah, I think that would I think that would be incredibly tough because you know when you have smaller properties, um, even one person leaving can have a huge impact especially if you recently bought the property and you have a mortgage that you're, you know, is kind of eating up a little bit more than you want to of your operating income, yeah, that becomes a concern.
6: Yeah, you're right. It's a difference. It's felt in a 17-unit, but on a single-family home, it's either 100% full or 100% vacant, and that gets be very difficult. Now, you've also mentioned when we were talking yesterday that you've also connected with other homeowners and neighbors in the community over this. What are they saying? What are their concerns?
3: Uh, We know, I've been in contact with one uh, person who actually lives in a house across the alley from us. Um, She's having a much harder time because she's right there, and she's told me that uh, there's stolen cars being driven into the park right where those tents are every day, Uh, A couple weeks ago, she saw stolen cars being stripped on the street in broad daylight uh, in front of her house. And it's funny you should mention that just as I'm standing here right now, the park board has brought out some massive concrete barriers to block uh, the the egress area between the alley and the park and the street a block over prevent all these cars from being driven into the park, which is what she's been seeing and she's been very concerned about.
6: Okay. Well, you talked about uh, the park uh, uh, commission, and uh, let's talk about them for a moment. In that Fox 9 News report, uh, they uh, were interviewing, uh, it was uh, his name, Londell French, who is a park commissioner, he said and this was his quote he said so this is not about whether park officials allow others to live this is this whole thing is not about whether or not park officials allow others to live in our parks do you agree with his assessment uh of his and other commissioners responsibility in this matter uh,
3: well you know maybe partially um this is the homeless situation is a huge problem there is no question about that and state and county local government should be taking the lead on this but it is not the park board's responsibility to provide housing for this issue or sanctuary or whatever they want to call it um, nowhere in the park board charter do i see that written and i don't see where they have the authority to allow that i believe it's it's reckless, yeah, and it has caused a lot of harm to the community. Yeah, we're now, seeing
6: uh, unintended conse- unintended consequences from people who, albeit may have good motives, but uh, there are so many other things that just haven't been thought about.
3: Uh, that's correct, and I've seen emails directed towards the park board from other people, uh, and their complaint is, is that the park board made this decision to allow the encampments with no plan whatsoever for management or security or support or a timeline or what the end game is or anything. And all it's of that is
6: having a, a huge impact on you and others who uh, are just wanting to uh, provide good, safe, affordable housing uh, for families. That's correct. Yeah. Well, uh, let me uh, ask this. Um, When we were talking yesterday, there was something I thought was uh, very significant. You mentioned um, that uh, homeless shelters, uh, now clearly there's not enough, there's space available right now that I've heard that could uh, take some of these people in. Certainly not enough for all of the people represented and staying in uh, tents in these parks. But you mentioned to me yesterday that uh, that. You have uh, talked to some in the park, and what did they say to you about why they refused to go? Oh,
3: well, it wasn't me that talked to them, but I did read an article Oh, the okay. Star Tribune. The Star Tribune ran an article where they did have a reporter in the park. He talked to several residents, and one of them, their quote was most telling, in, and I'm paraphrasing now, but he said, we want to be here because we have the freedom to be who we are and do what we want to do, and we just want to get high. And the person they were interviewing went so far as to say, I'm high as heck right now.
6: Okay. So as uh, we wrap up this story today, uh, tell everyone who all have you gone to about this matter and what has been their response so far?
3: Um, I have emailed and sent snail mail to every member of the park board along with you know copies of star tribune articles um, and so forth um never received any response i have uh sent certified letters to the mayor the city council president and uh the city councilwoman for this area via certified mail also not received any response i've also sent something similar to governor walz and have not received a response either. So I've covered the park board, parks and city council, on up to the governor, and nobody has gotten back to me in any way
6: whatsoever. So uh, lastly, then, uh, your next step is uh, you're initiating a lawsuit. That is correct. Okay. And uh, uh, is it uh, just you or others uh, joined in with you in this matter?
3: I've heard that some other people were looking for information on how to, how to join the lawsuit, but I don't know anything about that. Right now, it's okay. uh, just us standing alone.
6: When is it taking place, and what are you asking for?
3: Well, it's already been filed. It was filed as of last week. Um, you know, and in the complaint, you know, we list various damages, and some of them we've covered, regarding the added cost of security, you know, the loss of income from tenants leaving, Um, security system and really you know the main thing is is we do not want any tents in the park whatsoever we do not think it's appropriate and it's become a security concern
6: okay well john um, i'd like to check back with you after uh, you've had your day in court and all i can say is uh, thank you for taking time to give us a first-hand account we wish you well my friend
3: Well, thank you very much for having me on. Okay.
6: Folks, that was Landlord John Sawyer. Let's take another break right now, but uh, don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be right back. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot.
9: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
5: Licensed agent producer of and Financial, marketing name for and Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of thrive Investment Management Inc., com slash disclosures.
1: Premier Pool and Spa has everything for your backyard independence on sale right at their store. Yeah, they got coolers and grills, pergolas, outdoor kitchens, and of course, the Arctic spas are on sale too. Eh? Hey, pergolas are they like muck locks? No. Go in and check it out for yourself, though. You can create the perfect backyard to transport you anywhere you imagine. It's great, especially when you're stressing out of work, eh? Oh, that would be perfect to finally have everything we've ever dreamed about. Premier has great financing, too. It's quick, it's easy, it's done right while you wait. You pick what you want from everything they got at the store. They put it together in the perfect backyard for you. They can even help you with the design, eh? Oh, exactly what I want. And real savings, too. This is something I've got to see. Yeah, you can when you visit premier pool in chan today arctic spas are engineered for the world's harshest climates you deserve it premierpools.com premier pool and spa where we take fun seriously online at premierpools.com
8: setting the standard in association management that's new concepts their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care this dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. One, two, three.
6: Ooh,
12: what?
1: My friends. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
6: Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, Lee, uh, I've got to talk to you. You and I both have been landlords in the past ourselves.
7: <laughs> and still am. <laughs> and, and
6: I still am uh uh my heart went out to this this guy and what he has lost i don't know that I would have that deep enough pockets to, to i do that. i
7: i i wouldn't it would be a tough thing to do i know even when our uh association put in security cameras and fencing i mean the assessments that we had to come up with to cover some of those additional yeah. costs of security measures uh this was a number of years ago uh you know, it, yeah. it takes a, it takes a toll on you.
6: And and the other thing to remember, you know, it's one of the first things that people want to see. And I think it's probably for the optics of the the renter or the resident. Hey, let's have security. Uh, we'll have like uh, surveillance cameras in there. People refer to them as security cameras, but yeah. they don't guarantee security. They're they correct. just they're just surveillance cameras. Yep. After something has happened, they can. Uh, maybe help to identify uh, right. and apprehend someone, but they can't stop anything.
7: Yeah, I, I, I like John's take. I mean, he wants to keep his tenants safe because if they're yeah. safe and comfortable, uh, he's, he's doing what a landlord should do. And I've had to do a number of those things in the past for my tenants, too. Oh, yeah,
6: my, my hat goes off uh, to him. Uh, well, folks, uh, we have uh, got another story that uh, we want to cover today. Uh, So let's begin our next one comes from the Miami Herald, and this is uh, from uh, last week, uh, July 17th. And it says, Homeowner Association orders Black Lives Matter signs to be removed from an Ohio neighborhood. So the uh, next story takes place uh, at a place called the Hampstead Village Homeowners Association in New Albany, Ohio. And they're doing their best as an association uh, to really stay connected to all their members. Uh, you can see it in the newsletters that they're writing, uh, the postings on the uh, uh, website that they have for, as an association, the email blasts that they send to people. They even have a presence on Facebook. Well, things have seemed to have gotten away from them when the board recently asked that those who had Black Lives Matter signs placed in their yards to, and asked them to have them removed by July 26. Now, as you can only imagine, uh, within a day or two of the association making their announcement there was well over 320-some comments uh, wow. on uh, Facebook. It was ranging from, uh, where can I get a sign for my yard? Okay. Uh, another one, I've lived in Hampstead since 1995, and signs have always been okay. And so, uh, you're beginning to see some of the uh, offense that people are taking. Another one said, this says a lot about racism in our society. There seemed to be a lot of animus right away directed at the board of directors. Uh, now, uh, Lee, wouldn't you say it sounds like the board uh, or the association here really stirred up a hornet's nest? It sounds like this? it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, I tell you, I, I, uh, and when. When something like that happens, it this just goes to show how you have to stay in front of your message. Because I've been careful to share with you what the association said. But a lot of other people, though, uh, in this day and age that we live in, have come out and made inferences. They have made Assumptions. Correct. And you know what happens when we make assumptions, you know. (laughs) Uh, What was, however, the real issue in this story? I don't think it's about racism. I don't, or even an emotional or inconsistent or misguided board who enforces rules arbitrarily. That's what you heard when someone said, hey, signs have been up there before. This is about People who jumped to conclusions, and shows how quickly a narrative can get distorted, and that's all because of this hypersensitivity created from what I've called before in past shows the cancel culture.
11: Mm-hmm. Okay,
6: uh, we have that in spades in our society. Uh, the cancel cultures where someone's going to jump on something. They're going to demonize it. They're going to denounce it. They're going to ask people uh, to uh, forget about it. They're going to try and obliterate their existence or people even thinking about it. But the one thing you should never do uh, or uh, is uh, just jump to conclusions. I would like to suggest that we should give someone the benefit of of the doubt show them some goodwill the problem problem with this situation is that the board never said any of these things that others were just too quick to proclaim what was it that was actually said well the board came back and clarified in another notice that went out to everyone in the community, that said, The governing documents of our association have stated since its inception of 1994, no signs of any kind should be displayed unless they are approved by the committee. The board, though, however, went on to also quickly add, we have amended that language long ago to read temporary signs supporting a family member, a charitable event, are permitted for a reasonable period of time and then should be removed after the event. Folks, I'm here to tell you that the Hampstead Village communities had actually created, if people just looked at the Facebook page a little bit lower, they had created a Facebook event in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. They actually were the ones leading the way by encouraging its members to display a sign of support in your yard between uh, what was uh, the middle of July till when? July 26. This was a very clear example of the cancel culture being so quick to take an offense. They didn't want to take the time to understand another person. What they were actually saying. Uh, one of the reasons I've been on, I, I think I've been on uh, the Patriot now, I think a little over 15 years now. It's I think.
7: A, a long, long time, yeah. Gene.
6: And um, one of, uh, and I was, I've always been uh, very proud to be associated with the hosts that we've had uh, you know, that air during the week. One that I miss is Dr. Bill Bennett. Absolutely, morning in America, and I remember something very clearly that he has said over and over again, and has just burnt in my psyche. And it was a uh, it was a, a quote or a thought uh, from Socrates. What is needed for true understanding to take place? He said, "There's got to be three principles. The first one is intelligence." Now he was quick to say this isn't saying that. Well, if you're stupid, you can't uh, uh, you you can't uh, talk. He was saying in te- intelligence. He was referring to. Let's make sure we have an understanding or clarity on um, what we're describing. To make sure that we're talking about the same things. So intelligence. The second thing was candor. You need to have the ability to freely speak your mind sometimes that doesn't take place in minnesota nice i i i get that i see that but uh if you have just candor uh without this last thing it all goes away there are a lot of people who uh like to just uh ramble on and they're very quick to say um, hey, uh, this is uh, this is who I am, you know, yeah, just take it or leave it. And what they really mean is I'm going to be a bull in the china shop and I don't care whose feelings I hurt or how things are said, tough. Just take it. But the last, so that's candor. But the last thing is goodwill. Intelligence, candor, goodwill. When you have all three, uh, you're going to be able to have uh, under true understanding, and you're going to be able to build a consensus. Okay, people are going to be able to live in a civil manner and are going to be able to get along. But this idea that Socrates came up is also referred to in our society as the golden rule, and you know what that is not he who has the gold ha- rules, but I'm referring to. What Jesus said, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Folks, absolutely a, transform, a transformational thought. It's simple, but not necessarily easy. What a difference it would make in our neighborhood, in HOAs, at any meetings where people get together and need to live together if they remember the golden rule. Well, let's take another break. Don't go away. We've got uh, one more thing before we wrap up today's show. You're listening to us on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be right back. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot.
8: Hi, this is Lee, and this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders.
7: About 22 years ago, I remember doing my father's roof in Bloomington after a huge hailstorm had gone through. And now he just had me come out and take a look at his roof because he wants to make sure it's okay. 22 years old now. Most roofs in that time era were good for about 20, 25, maybe 30 years. So if you're looking to get an honest assessment on whether your 22 year old roof is still good, give us a call.
8: Yeah, Lee, I remember that storm too. And as I drive around Burnsville, uh, Bloomington, the South Metro, I see all of these roofs that were replaced back in 1998. And it may be time for an assessment for us to come out and let you know if you have a year or three left or if now is a good time to get those shingles replaced. For an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com.
4: Third box cut,
12: midnight train. destination banging, banging. All oh, worn out suits and shoes.
1: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
12: Welcome back
6: to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, folks, I always appreciate it when you take time out of uh, your Saturday to join me here on uh, Where You Live um, every Saturday at uh, from 10 to 11. But uh, please remember, if you miss it because you uh, uh, go up uh, to the cabin and are coming back, you can get a reprise of the show Sundays at 5 p.m. here on The Patriot as well. Uh, Before we wrap up uh, today's show, let's take a moment right now to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here's the MHA
12: Minute. If you're renting out a property for the first time, there's a lot you need to know so that you can do it successfully and, frankly, keep yourself out of trouble. Luckily, there's a statewide resource with all the tools you need to run your new business successfully. In fact, the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association regularly holds a seminar called Accidental Landlord specifically designed for people who are renting out a property for the first time. They also have residential leases, security deposit agreements, a lead disclosure, and lots of other forms. They even have brochures on the principles of successful property management and the eviction process that you can download for free. So if you want to know more about the Accidental Landlord Seminar or other classes about owning, managing, or maintaining anything from a single unit to a growing apartment portfolio, visit the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association's website, mmha.com. That's two Ms, mmha.com.
6: As we were uh, talking about at uh, the very beginning of the show, you know, when things come uh, fast and furious, uh, Lee, like it has with all of these executive orders, uh, Mm -hmm. people don't necessarily have the time to really think through what unintended consequences are going to be. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, folks, uh, some of this um, uh, businesses, I've got to tell you, I think uh, Lee, are there. I think they're probably uh, scratching their head, thinking uh, I'm trying to do my best because there's a lot that they don't know. Right. Right. L- l- let me give you an example. OK. Minnesota Department of Labor Industries required uh, that uh, all critical uh, businesses, uh, and that includes the uh, construction industry. Uh, everybody has, if you're going to be in business, if you're going to uh, have the doors open to the public, even if you're not, you've got to have, first of all, a COVID-19 preparedness plan, okay? That complies with uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and Minnesota Departments of Health, okay? And uh, that had to be in place by June 29th, Okay. Now, failure to comply in anything like this is a misdemeanor charge. There could be civil penalties against a business up to twenty five thousand dollars for not having that in place. OK. And uh, if your a construction business has not created a covid-19 preparedness plan, uh, you know, um, you can be assessed. Uh, There are some people that are out there now that say they can put that together for a flat fee and I suppose some people are running to have that put together because some of the things that are being asked that we just don't know about are, uh, for example, it refers to that uh, certain amount of record keeping needs to be done. Now, I've noticed a lot of people are keeping records and asking people to sign in, but we don't know uh, how much information do you need to ask in record keeping? Okay. How many people
7: are actually putting their real name down?
6: There you go. Yeah, especially if you're talking about uh, retail, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, contractors when uh, working outside, that's one thing. Inside, they they there are other things that they've got to take a look at. There's cleaning equipment, okay? Um, everything that they need to do It is very difficult. I guess more than anything else, folks, what we need to do is, um, as we've been talking about on today's show today, we need to uh, show a little bit of forbearance and a little bit of goodwill towards people. This is something we're all trying to get through. We all want to get through it successfully so that uh, people are happy and healthy and businesses in Minnesota are as well. Well, next week, we're going to cover uh, Governor Walz's last uh, executive order. What does it mean to wear a face mask? What are the exemptions? We'll cover that all and so much more next week here on Where You Live. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an
0: entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include AM1280ThePatriot.com, our free app, and Radio.com.
5: Blue Ox in it. Right now, Blue Ox
1: Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to goblueox.com for details. Blue
0: Ox Heating and Air,
3: legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary
0: care.
1: Get a twenty-five hundred dollar learning voucher from Sylvan Learning for just twelve hundred and fifty dollars through this special offer from Sylvan and this station. Only two